If you have an interest in horses and love learning more about horses, the horse industry, teaching, or even managing your own horse business, then you're in the right place. We would love you to join us on our mission, which is to improve the lives of horses around the world through the education of riders, handlers, and trainers. So get comfortable, listen in, and enjoy. Today's guest on Horse Chats is Dr. Kiralee Thompson. Kiralee's been on before, and she was pretty early in the piece, actually. She was number 130. And her favourite book, of course, was uh, Horses Are Made To Be Horses, quite a popular choice. And if you'd like to go back and listen to that, that's great. Otherwise, if you'd like to listen to her chat today about Pony Club Member Centres, so it's Pony Club Australia Member Centres. So even if you're not in Australia, I'm sure you'll find this interesting to make comparisons between what's happening in your own country, but Pony Club Membership Centres. But before we do that, I just want to remind you that if you'd like to work in the horse industry, but you're not sure where to start, then have a chat to our friendly team at International Horse College. With the wide variety of horse courses from the complete beginner through to the qualified professionals and students in over 20 countries, we'll be able to consider your individual requirements and guide you in the right direction. Simply go to internationalhorsecollege.com now to start the conversation. Registered Training Organisation 31352. Now, we're talking about centre membership for Pony Club Australia. Are you there, Kiralee? Can we talk to you about that? Yeah, that'd be great. How are you? I'm well, thanks, Kiralee, and I'm really excited to talk to you about this because this is a fairly new thing for Pony Club Australia. So I want to talk to you about, well, I suppose the first question is to define centre membership and also talk about how it's different to Pony Club membership. You know, I think a lot of people started off, and I know I did, Pony Club in Australia. So can you tell us what the difference is now between centre membership and normal Pony Club, no, I shouldn't say normal Pony Club membership, but the other, the original Pony Club membership? Yeah, I'm so glad you asked that question because centre membership is really new to the Australian equestrian landscape and the Pony Club landscape. So there's still a little bit, little bit of confusion. What we have now effectively is two categories of membership and we can call them centre membership and club membership. And really, um, they're two different options depending on whether you own your own horse or you have exclusive use of a horse, such as through a full lease. So Pony Club is 81 years old in Australia and for most of those years, with some very small exceptions around the place, you had to have your own horse to be able to join a pony club and experience all the benefits of being a pony club member. And we have this growing cohort of people who would love to ride and would love to experience all the benefits that we offer, but they don't own their own horse. And we haven't been able to fully cater for those people until now. So we bought out centre membership. So we have two, you can think of them as parallel streams, centre membership and club membership. And they're really differentiated by whether or not somebody has their own horse or exclusive access. And um, centre membership, these members join at the national level and they don't belong to a club. They can ride at any of our accredited centres across Australia. But club members, um, their primary membership is with a club. So they, uh, they're more fixed to a single club. And that's what you would most people would know as the traditional pony club membership. So... One aspect of confusion is people think that centre membership is part of pony clubs, but they're actually quite separate. Our centres run on very parallel tracks to our clubs, 
And that's because they're really uh, catering for very different markets, which is people who do have their own horse and people who don't. Okay, okay. Now, Pony Club, when I started, basically you turned 21 and you're out of Pony Club, and I know that when I was there, we did extend our associate to 24, and occasionally at an event you'd see parents getting on a horse at lunchtime and running through, and then, you know, very occasionally there might be a class for seniors. But it's changed now, hasn't it? Who's it for at the moment? What sort of ages? Yeah, for our Pony Club members, um, each club has their own rules around the ages of riders and different riding categories, and it also differs by state. So if someone's interested to know um, what ages their local pony club caters for, then they can get in touch with the club to find out. Um, centre membership is um, we have one age range across Australia, and that is from people aged 5 to 80. Um, if you're 81, then we can probably get you some top-up insurance and talk to you about that. But that is a massive range of age because we recognise that the demographics of riding are changing so much. We have people beginning at the age of 50. We have people starting at five who might stop riding at 16 and then 30 years later want to pick it back up. So our centres cater for beginners of all ages, older riders returning maybe after a break. Um, There are a lot of women who give up horse riding for child-rearing activities um, or career or work, and men as well. But there is a recognised category of, of women returning to riding after a break, and they might not want to dive straight back in by buying a horse of their own. They might want to get their confidence back up, get a feel for how things have changed, or just um, get back in the saddle before they start going to look for a horse to purchase. Mm, mm. Now, traditionally, Pony Club's been you know, um, have your own horse. Was there any particular reason why Pony Club Australia started centre membership? Yeah, we really recognised that demand. Um, People wanted to enjoy the benefits of our syllabus. Pony Club Australia is the largest and the oldest equestrian organisation in Australia. We have 40,000 members, 25,000 are riding members, But there's so many more people who don't have their own horse who really want to be part of that. So our primary driver was just recognising that there was this need. But also we were aware of something in the UK which is called linked centres. And we've really based centre membership and centre accreditation on the UK's linked centres. That's been going for about 10 years now. And 40% of all riding members in the UK are linked um, linked centre members. So that means 40% of Pony Club, Pony Club members in the UK don't own their own horse. So we could really see a need and we knew that there was a, an effective model that was already fulfilling that need elsewhere. So we've translated that to the Australian context and we were very generously backed by a Move It participation grant from Sports Australia. So Sports Australia invested in helping us set this up in Australia and We received funding in early 2019, and we really only started accrediting centres at the end of 2019, and it's um, the start of this year that we started being able to take on um, accredited centre members at our accredited centres. Okay. Now, how many are there? You know, just across Australia, there's, you know, across, say, six states. Is there any in the ACT, Northern Territory? No. No, but please inquire herein. 
I've been approaching centres in all states. It's been really difficult because um, first we had the bushfires and the bushfire areas were, were where a lot of riding centres are and now we're dealing with COVID. So we've, we've had some challenges this year, but we've still, um, we've still got 24 centres that are fully accredited across six states. And I'm really excited that these centres have seen the value of, um, of accreditation with Pony Club Australia and they've jumped on board and um, I'm really excited to be working with them because they're all really passionate about teaching people how to ride and care for horses um, and they see the benefits in giving people better skills and capabilities so that if those people go and, and decide to purchase their own horse, they're going to be able to make better decisions. They're going to be able to be more safe. They're going to be able to choose more suitable horses. And there's so many benefits for horses as well because most horse people know of a, you know, know of a story where somebody who knows nothing about horses, they don't know what they don't know, um, buys a horse or might be um, might be presented with a horse and told it's quiet, and then they find themselves in a lot of strife. Um, it's not good for humans. It's not good if people have accidents, which is not good um, for the whole community because then everybody's insurance premium rises. Um, but it's also not good for horses because horses can very easily get a bad reputation through no fault of their own and end up at sales um, or in neglect cases. So we really see centre membership as an important way to improve the welfare of horses across Australia. And even if people don't go on to buy their own horse, and they don't have to, that's, that's something we can talk about more, this cultural change. Um, people don't have to go on to buy their own horse, but we can still improve the sort of literacy and awareness of horses and horse riding in Australia. And I think for most of us, we tend to see horse riding as, as a whole lifestyle something all-encompassing, but it doesn't have to be that way for everyone. And in the same way that you might do netball for a season or take up some tennis lessons, there's no reason why people can't go to a centre for a term, um, learn how to ride, know that they're doing it through our syllabus, which is internationally recognised, is now based on equitation science. So they're getting a good, uh, oh my God, a good education um, I was going to say good equitation, they get that too. And if they don't go on to buy a horse, there's still people in the community who have an understanding of what horses are like as animals. These might be the people that drive past you on the road and end up being um, slowing down more for you because they understand horses. Or um, people you meet at a dinner party and they don't roll their eyes so much when you start talking about horses because they can engage. So I think there, there's a whole lot of secondary and tertiary benefits that we need to think through, and I really hope we see change in Australia. And we know from other countries, so if we think about Finland, for example, owning your own horses is very rare. So most people there don't own their own horse, but they ride at centres. And there's not a sense of you need to own your own horse to prove that you're dedicated or to become a good rider or to have a good horse. And in many circumstances, if you are taking riding lessons at a centre, for the fraction of the cost of buying your own horse, you can probably ride a horse more educated than you would be able to afford to ride anyway. So we really need to have a cultural shift, not so much a shift, but a broadening. So there are lots of different ways 
to engage with horse riding. There's no single way and there's no one way that is better or a way where you have to prove your dedication by owning a horse. Okay, okay. Now, but the numbers, we I don't know if we quite got to the numbers. We, we're across the six states. Oh, sorry. That's all right. I'm certainly interested in talking to you and I certainly agree, you know, but I'm thinking because there might be other centres. I know when I, you know, because I'm within a club that I'm closely associated with and we've joined and become a, a member centre and I can't even remember how I found out. Kiralee, I think it was on Facebook or something, you know, and it came up, but I'm interested now to see how many members there are and also for other clubs or centres or whatever that are thinking about joining um, you know, they might be able to even talk to someone in their state about the benefits. So, yeah, if you can run through the numbers. I know we don't like talking about numbers all the time, but there's only six states to talk about. So, yes, if you can tell us that. Yeah, we have 24 centres across the six states. Um, they're, they're mostly in peri-urban areas. Um, although we in Brisbane, we've got a couple of centres that are only 20 minutes from the city. I'd really love to get some... Um, in Sydney, for example, there's riding schools in the centre of the city and I would love to have some of those on board because they're right at the heart of the people who we we design centres for, which are people who aren't in close contact to horses, um, who aren't living near land and who might find um, the transport to get to and from a horse prohibitive of horse ownership. Some of our centres have three to five riders. Some have 20 to 30 and that's great. That's very similar to our pony clubs. Some are small, some are large. Some centres, they don't want to run as a large facility and a lot of riders will be drawn to a small bespoke environment. Other riders would like the buzz and stimulation of a whole lot of different types of, of horses and activities going on. So they'll be more attracted to the larger centres. But to become a, an accredited centre, all you need is one school horse and you might want to specialise in one-on-one lessons. So we're really trying to cater for the strengths and weaknesses of, of all of the riding centres out there and what kind of business they want to become and where they're at right now. But we also want to cater for all of the different experiences that riders are looking for. And some of our centre member riders are very competition focused. Um, they've got some great dreams and aspirations in the competition arena. Others just want to refine their skills working one-on-one with a coach or build up the confidence to be able to buy a horse and go trail riding. So there's no one size fits all. We do require, of course, a baseline quality from each of our centres. And that's what's great about having centres is that someone from the general public who might be naive about horses and the horse industry, if they Google a horse riding centre, they might see a lot come up in their search. But there's no real way for people to know the quality of the centre they're going to, to be able to make assessments if they're very new to the horse industry. And so all of our accredited centres have coaches with qualifications and first aid and working with children's checks. The centres themselves have at least $10 million public liability insurance. And if they have employees, those employees are covered by workers' compensation or whatever that might be called in your state. So there is this sense of quality assurance. And we do an annual check of all of our centres and the centres are checked for their facilities, the equipment, that it is safe and in good good repair, um, that the horses are happy and healthy and in a good state of care. So we really give the public and riders a lot of peace of mind. Stop. I need to interrupt this chat for a hot off the press notification. That is that the latest version of the book, 
101 careers in the horse industry is now available and the best news is that it's a free download. So if you work in the horse industry, if you have a plan to work in the horse industry and have a career in the horse industry, or if you know someone who plans to have a career in this fabulous industry, then this is an essential book for you to read now and then keep as a reference as you progress through your career. With over 100 jobs to choose from, you'll probably find at least one that you'd happily do without being paid. So simply go to internationalhorsecollege.com, scroll down to the bottom of the page and click on the 101 careers in the horse industry button to receive your free career book. Imagine, maybe one day you could be a guest on Horse Chats. One of the things that I really like is that you recognise the quality of instructors from International Horse College too. And I know that, you know, we talk to our instructors about it and they're pretty excited about, you know, graduating, opening up a member centre and, um, you know, going down that track because they can see the benefits of having a member centre and being recognised. But do people ask you about, oh, so is it like Pony Club? Is it like a monthly rally? Do they? How often do you get asked that question? <laughs> yeah, so some people, I've had, um, I'm, I'm the contact, so I'll often have people approach me and say, I've, you know, I've heard about centre membership. I can't find it at my at my, at my local club. Um, and that's that's probably the, the first misconception, which is a very natural one to make. Um so people think centre membership is run through clubs, and and so the first thing I say to them is, well, it's not actually run from your club, it's run from your local centre, and um, and I'll help them find their local centre, and then they might think that it is a a monthly rally, or they're called musters up north, and it's natural for people to think that we're mimicking what happens at pony clubs in the centres, but um, we're not. Um, because we don't actually prescribe to the centres how they... Um, so centres have a licence to use our syllabus and to teach according to the syllabus in the same way that members of clubs are taught. But centres are free to have that look whatever suits them and whatever suits their riders. So some of our centres are carrying on business as normal, but incorporating the syllabus and our assessments, our certificates, and our achievement ribbons into the lessons that they've been giving. So they're just really using our syllabus to shape what's going on already. Other centres um, have found that they've got a group of writers who really want to have that kind of pony club experience. So some of our centres have created a weekly, fortnightly or monthly pony club day. And um, often they're three or four hours and there'll be uh, an hour of, um, we don't like to call it theory, that can sound a bit dry to people, but an hour of knowledge, which covers horse behaviour, how horses learn, caring for horses, veterinary aspects, preparing for competition, fitness, all of that really good stuff that comes with riding. They might incorporate some sessions on that and then have a riding session. And then they might also have a groundwork session because our syllabus now has groundwork at each site certificate level. And that's come about together with our framework of equitation science that's across everything we do now. So your, your question, which was about um, what it looks like, that's really going to be different in every one of our centres. And when riders become centre members, they can talk to the centre owner and say, look, I, I would really love to have this kind of pony club experience. And they can negotiate what that looks like and, and see what happens. And I'm really excited to find out what's going to be happening at different centres because it's 
it's going to be really different and everyone gets to play to their strengths that way. But what I also wanted to pick up, you commented on um, the fact that we accept online horse college coaching qualification. Mm. Well, it's now International Horse College, but yes. Yeah. Yeah. What, what did I say? Uh, yeah, well, we had online horse college, okay, which was great because we could say, look, we're, we're able to do a certain amount of work online. We can do some assessments by videos and everything, but people got a little bit of a, oh, so you go online and, you know, you do it all there. And that's not exactly the case. We are recognised internationally. We've got a lot of international students. So we talk about International Horse College now. Yeah. Yeah. So this is, you know, centres our pony club initiative. Okay. And what about the riders? You've got certificates for the riders. I think you've got eight certificates. What are the benefits for the riders? You know, if someone's thinking, will I join a centre that is, a mem- you know, a member centre? The benefits for the riders. Yeah. So um, the riders get to work through those eight certificates and that's a really exhaustive list. You can go online and look at our syllabus. We start with the basics and then our highest certificates, really they're, they're international standard, but they're the kind of industry standard if someone was working at a stable. So very few of our riders make it to those high certificates um, because we do have such an exhaustive program. So there's those opportunities. Um, for each certificate, we've produced a manual. Um, but the manuals, they're a bit like a workbook. So there's questions in there and you can work through them. They, they're like a training manual and a workbook at the same time. At the, the lower certificates are called ED and D star. So we've got two versions of workbooks at those levels. One is pitched for a children's audience. And there's um, activities in there like colouring a horse or drawing a line between the word and the part of the horse and things like that. But we've also written versions of those manuals more suited to an adult audience. And that's because we are catering for people 5 to 80. So there's the, the manuals and the workbooks, which are really great for people to work through. And because centre member riders are probably only being, only getting interactions with horses during their lessons, the workbooks mean that they can stay in touch with their centre in between lessons and they can still feel like they're learning about horses in between lessons. Um, during COVID, um, during the more extreme lockdowns, a few of our centres were teaching the syllabus using the workbooks over Zoom. So they were a really great tool for centres and riders that way. Um, the centre member riders are covered by our Galgate insurance policy. So the riders have personal accident public liability cover um, they're really in a supportive environment. They're getting that quality assurance. They're part of Australia's biggest and oldest equestrian organisation. And we have international exchanges and competitions. Um, of course, COVID has changed that landscape a bit. But um, in times when people are able to travel internationally, we have things like international mounted games competitions and and you don't need to take your horse to those. So it's really easy for people who don't have their own horse to participate in those. Plus there is something called quiz, which is probably more familiar to your listeners with a UK background. But quiz is like a extreme quiz challenge with practical activities and theory, but it's all done away from horses. And we, we ran a national online quiz for our members in April. And we're looking at expanding that and then being involved in the international competition for quiz. So there's a lot of opportunities for centre members in, within Australia as well as internationally. Um, 
because centre member riders are members of the national body and not a club, it means that if they go on holiday to a different region or a different state, they can just join a centre there. So there's a lot of flexibility for our centre members as well to ride at all of the centres in Australia. And they get to just enjoy our members-only benefits that all of our members receive. We have um, discounted subscriptions to things like the Riders Pod app online. This year we had a, held our first 10,000 step tournament where people were, were recording the steps they took each day. And that was great during COVID because people could be part of a tournament at home by themselves, but know that they're contributing their steps to a team. And we had some great prizes and a lot of, lot of fun out of that. So we're working really hard, I guess mostly prompted by COVID, we're working really hard to make sure our members get benefits when they can't ride in a group at a rally or a muster. But incidentally, that is the position that a lot of our centre members are in because they don't own their own horse. So we're continuing to provide more activities in and out of the saddle where we can. I'm I'm, um, thinking about the quiz, you know, the extreme quiz challenge. I'm uh interested in that. I'll have to do a little bit more research, I think. Now, if someone's a centre, they're thinking, oh, I don't know, you know, do I need to be a centre or not be a centre? Can you just outline the um, benefits for the centres? Yeah, for centres, centres are really on their own in Australia and they rely on Facebook marketing, word of mouth, um, what's happening locally. So by becoming uh, an accredited centre with Pony Club Australia, we literally put you on the map and we've got a new map function coming out on our web page so that people can actually find you. People know, um, I spoke before about who might be fairly naive to the horse industry and the horse community, and they don't know where to get started. So being part of of the accredited centre family means that people are more likely to come to you because they know the horses are well cared for, they know you're safe, they know you've got qualifications working with children's check, all of that kind of thing. So you become part of something that is well recognised for safety and care across Australia. And that's really useful for centres um, in terms of promotion and building their business. But it's not just about getting more riders. And a lot of centres are already at capacity, but they want to be able to provide an enhanced experience for their riders. So they might want to be able to work through the syllabus. Uh, The syllabus helps centres and coaches allocate riders to group. It really forms a kind of objective tool for being able to say, well, let's look at where where you're at with your skills. I know you really want to go cross-country riding this weekend, but um, let's look and see how your rice truck is. And it really gives a fallback to coaches and centres to be able to cater for riders with that third-party validation And they can lean on us and they can lean on the syllabus to help them make some of those difficult decisions about managing rider expectations and putting riders in appropriate groups and making sure that riders progress as quickly as they can, but in the right way and along along the right trajectory. We have a um, private group for centre member owners where centre members can come together and share ideas with one another about what's working and what's not. And this has been really great for some of our youngest centres because they really want that kind of peer support that they're getting from talking to others and the backup for the decisions that they're making and things like that. That's been really popular. And we also have an exclusive arrangement with a company, a Finnish company, called Hoppity. And it's it's a strange word, but it's kind of like the Finnish equivalent of clippity-clop. So hoppity-hop. <laughs> um, hoppity is 
a bespoke e-commerce platform that horse riding businesses can use to manage their bookings, to manage cancellations, to manage payments. Um, so we have an exclusive arrangement with Hoppity that only Pony Club Australia accredited centres can use Hoppity. They can, well, one, they can use it to create a, uh, a web page if they don't have one. But to it, it's a it's a total business management tool for them. It can also cater for adjustment costs. It can create payment plans. So it doesn't have there's there's no feature for using Afterpay and those kinds of things through Hoppity. But Hoppity can already do that. It can invoice people at the start of a term for whatever a writing centre sets and ask for routine payments and send reminders. And it it's really designed to save all the administrative workload that centres face. And for riders, it means they can log on, they can see when lessons are available, and they can request a lesson. It doesn't mean that riders get to choose the horse they want when they want, and because centres need to approve that. And our centres are really involved in matching riders and horses, which is why they pass their accreditation, because we ask them about all of that decision-making. But riders can log on and they can cancel lessons, rebook lessons, and really deal with all of this very simply from any app because Hoppity is web-based. So someone can be at work and um, very easily book a lesson. It's conveniently done. No one has to pick up the phone. It's just, it's a super system. One of the web developers came to Australia and we travelled together to talk to centres in Victoria. And I was just blown away at how how well he explained the system and how every time one of the centres said to him, but can it do this? He would just say, yes, and then show them how. So it's a really great system for riders and centres. It's exclusive to accredited centres, and it's part of. Um, it's also part of Pony Club Australia's current program of modernisation of really embracing new technologies and getting on board and making things easier for everyone. Well, I've had a look, and it does. It covers quite a lot of different things that you wouldn't think, of, and and one that's not regularly available. Now. We've talked about the benefits for riders and the benefits for centres, but what about the coaches themselves? You know, I know that that our coaches, you know, they they want to graduate and um, they can see that there's benefits there, but they're probably more individual coaches that are thinking along centre lines. But for coaches themselves, would they go and work for a centre? What happens benefits for those people? Yeah, so coaches working at one of our accredited centres um, can use the syllabus to um, to organise lessons. So it's, it really provides a framework and, and a whole lot of resources and tools for coaches. We provide lesson plans. Um, we have the syllabus. We've just made achievement ribbons. So for the first three certificate levels, we've made some achievement ribbons. They're kind of like fun skills-based things and they're very simple. So someone might get a ribbon for being able to walk or trot or canter or pick up the reins or get on and off by themselves. But these are awards that motivate people throughout their learning journey, and they're branded with Pony Club Australia. Uh, it means that people who don't have their own horse, who have been dreaming of a wall covered in show ribbons, still get, um, you know, like I was before I started, before I leased a horse um, from the Pony Club secretary at the age of 13. That's the kind of stuff I dreamt of as well, and the excitement of getting your, your first ribbon and hanging it over your curtain rail or wherever you put, <laughs> wherever you put it. Um, we're creating a lot of support tools um, to help coaches teach out the syllabus and to keep riders motivated and having a great time all at the same time. Of course, everyone benefits from the riders having their own insurance and 
the rider's insurance does give some protection to coaches and to centres. So everyone's benefiting from that. And in terms of the industry and developing coaches, we're actually creating a demand for qualified coaches because some of our centres have already said, they've called me and said, Kiralee, I can't take on any more riders. The, the demand is too high. So even in this short period of time, we can see that we're creating demand for qualified coaches who can then go and work at an accredited centre. Okay, now probably this is the most important and I know that you're using the whole curriculum and the certificates have been changed. You know, they've been changed, they've been upgraded. There's a lot more focus on the horsemanship within that. But the benefits for the horses, you know, I mean, I can see it, but if you're talking about, well, you know, my horse, what I really care about my horses, I'm really interested in their welfare, I've got some great horses, what are the benefits for that? So, yeah, I'm thinking of this, of this question in two ways. So as someone who owns a centre who's thinking, you know, what are the benefits for my school horses, we do have a syllabus that's based on ethology and horse behaviour and and all, all, all riding involves a degree of stress to horses, but the principles of equitation science are minimising and reducing any unnecessary stress. So the techniques that are in the syllabus, which are the ones that an accredited centre would be teaching out with their horses, means that from an evidence-based perspective, the horses are not under any undue stress, i.e. having a good time, um, being happy with their job. And, and a lot of people worry about school horses. So being an accredited centre means you have some peace of mind about what is being ex- expected of those riders and the implications of that for horses and protecting the horses that way. Um, because we do an annual assessment of horse welfare, there's benefits for horses in that way. Once a year, we go and see the horses and we check that they are in, in good condition, well cared for, um, and happy to interact with people. In a more broad sense of the benefits for horses in Australia, I suppose you could say it, is we're preparing people to decide if they do want to own a horse. And they may not decide that horse ownership is for them. And that's fine. They can keep riding at, a, at an accredited centre. If they do decide horse ownership is for them, they're going to be able to make much better decisions about what kind of horse to buy, how to assess the horse. And when people make better decisions about what horse they buy, the outcomes for that horse, horse and that horse's life are much more positive. It's when people make uninformed decisions and through no fault of their own, people make the best decisions they can with the information they've got. It's when people don't have a lot of information that they might buy an unsuitable horse. And then the outcomes for that horse can be quite poor. And we know horses end up at sale through no fault of their own or they become labelled as dangerous um, through no real fault of their own. So from that broad welfare perspective, I'm really proud of what centre accreditation can offer. And there was another benefit, which has just escaped me, which is another more another more abstract benefit around welfare. Look, I think that people can certainly get the idea. And you're right, because, you know, and I'm thinking like, you know, the Black Beauty and the, the whole idea of a horse becoming a hired horse, you know, a horse hire, you know, that, that's just basically driven like a car into the ground and then they come back and then they don't get a drink or anything to eat and then the next one comes on. So they're sort of doing these long days of people just hiring them. I think that's just, you know, I would like to think it's out the window. I certainly think it's a lot more minimised now than it ever, ever was. I think we're far more aware, you know, using principles of equitation science, we're far more aware of equine welfare now 
And I think also too, I think John McLean says something a bit, you know, like a, a well-trained horse is a safe horse. So if we think about the whole principles of equine welfare and um, safety around horses, I think they're great benefits. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you just got me back on track. Thank you. Um, and so, yeah, I, I interview um, all of the centres and we ask them questions about how many hours a day the horses do, how many days a week they get off, how their welfare is checked. And, and incidentally, that's something that can be done through the Hoppity tool because Hoppity can give a report of how many hours a week horses have been ridden um, when horses were given medication, if there were any incidents with a horse, if the horse has been injured. So we, re- we talk to people really thoroughly about how they make sure the horses are well cared for. And I can tell you that when I talk to centre owners, they're very aware that the horses come first. And if the horses aren't happy, then the business just isn't going to work. So the sort of limits that we have in mind when we ask people about how many hours horses are working or how many days they get off and things like that, it, people, are, people are far out, far exceeding the minimums that we have. So we're really happy with that. Otherwise, we, we wouldn't be lending our logo to centres to use. But I have just remembered the other benefit, which was a kind of off-the-road one, but, um, but there are some centres who have their riding school horses and think of them as horses that will be with them for forever. There are other centres who will often keep their eye out to transition horses out of the riding school program. So these are centres that are, that are sort of more involved in bringing new horses in as well. and. There might be the case where a centre member starts thinking about horse ownership and talks to the coach about it, and the co- the coach might identify a horse that will be coming up for sale. So people riding at centres might find themselves buying a horse from the centre and then becoming a member of the local pony club. And so that's I think that's just another aspect to the welfare of horses that, that comes into this. Okay. Okay, I think that's important. Yeah. Now the centres get accredited different to the riders joining. That's right, isn't it? You know, you you can get an accredited centre, and then you join Pony Club Australia separately, right? So if you want membership, yeah. you, is that correct? Yeah. Tell us a little bit about how the centres get accredited, how we can join, what we should be doing there. Yeah. So the accreditation process is that an application form is is sent to me, and I look for those basic things. Um, of coaching qualifications, working with children's checks, workers' compensation if there's employees, public liability and first aid. So we need all of those things in place first. We then send uh, send out a site assessor, which um, was me up until COVID, but now I have a, an awesome team of site assessors in each state. Um, and they go out and do a visual inspection for me. They look at um, basic safety principles and features. So it's not a matter that we're we're only accrediting centres with really impressive indoor arena facilities. Some of our centres are small and simple, but we're checking for things like safety. We want to make sure that the the arena has a good surface, is fully enclosed, the fencing is safe, um, the horses are kept in good facilities, the property is fully enclosed from the road and traffic. We check the equipment, saddles and bridles, that everything is safe, that there's veterinary supplies for horses, there's first aid for humans, um, there's a fire protection plan in place and, and a whole lot of really basic but really important safety, health and welfare checks. And that's a visual inspection. Um, and then I will interview the centre owners about those decision-making processes that I've already referred to. 
so I could get a sense for how centres are maintaining the health of their horses, how they are ensuring that the riders are as safe as they can be. So it's fairly it's fairly simple in in the sense of submit an application form. Someone does a site assessment. Uh, I do uh, a phone interview, or if I'm the person doing the assessment, I'll do it there myself. And then we get people online. Uh, we advertise the centres. The centres are sent um, Pony Club Australia accredited centre signage. We send the centres brochures to hand out to their riders and to distribute around the local community. The centres are on our website. And we've started doing things that I call centre spotlights. We've done two already. And if you go to our Facebook page, you'll find them there. So for each business, we do a one-page, I guess it's like a flyer, just to advertise what makes each one of our centres special um, and to reinforce that every one of our centres meets these minimum criteria. So we're really working close with centres to find out what kind of riders do you really want to attract? Because some centres will specialise in smaller riders or children. One of our centres has a lot of Clydesdales, so they can really take on a lot of adult riders. We have a centre where the owner is is an amazing show jumper. We have another centre where the head coach won the Tom Quilty a while ago. So anyone interested in uh, endurance riding or Arabs would be really attracted to that centre. So we do a lot of bespoke advertising for the centres, um, but also plug them into that that baseline accreditation, which is that all of our centres meet. Yep. Yeah. And the riders. So say the riders going along, they've gone to the centres, they decide that they wanted to do, you know, want to start off doing the certificates and they need to join Pony Club Australia. What's the best way? Do they go to the Pony Club Australia website or how do they do that? Yeah, they just navigate their way from the Pony Club Australia website, um, from the join us area. And, um, and new members will see now that um, when you join Pony Club Australia, you'll be asked the question, do you have your own horse? Do you not have your own horse? And where riders have their own horse, they'll be directed to choose from joining a local club. Where riders don't have their own horse, they'll be headed off of the onto the centre pathway to find their local centre. A lot of centres that we have accredited have, so some have, attract, some have, have attracted new riders, but also some, and often both, uh, have had existing riders who have then become Pony Club Australia members. So sort of a few different ways people people are coming in to becoming a centre member. They're joining because they're already at a centre or now that they know that, that where to go, that's prompted them to join and start their riding journey. But some of your listeners might be riding at a centre that's not accredited and they might want to, um, the centre might not be aware that accreditation is available and so riders can always contact me and say, hey, I, w- I would love you to talk to this centre. And so there's a lot of organic ways to get centres accredited and for riders to become centre members. But really, it's the simple sign up from our webpage. You can pay with credit card. Uh, riders are then sent their um, Pony Club ID and a welcome email. And, and they can ride at any one of our accredited centres and be immediately covered by that insurance and, and have access to, to purchase our manuals and workbooks. Perfect. All right. Now, if someone is in a centre, they ride at a centre and through riding at the centre and they're already a Pony Club Australia member, they then say, right, well, now I want to go from a centre member to a member of a local club because they've already got their own horse. 
Is that the same membership or do they use a different membership to join their local pony club? Yeah, because club and centre membership is is an either-or proposition, um, if someone was a centre member and then purchased their own horse, we would cancel the centre membership and they would then take up a club membership because they can't hold two at the same time. But all the certificates that they um, they received at their centre would be recognised by the club. So they just continue their pony club journey, um, but under a different category of membership. And so then instead of being a member of the national body, they're more a member of the club zone and state. Yep. Yep, yep. No, I get that. I get that. So ponyclubaustralia.com.au, that's the best place to get information. What about Facebook? Yeah, we have um, we have the Pony Club, Pony Club Australia Facebook page. Um, it's a page that we've been using for many years, and that's, that's dedicated to all Pony Club information. But we have also created a, another Facebook page called Pony Club Australia Centre Membership. And it's on that page where we have a lot of information specifically for centre members and accredited centres. Um, that's where we put up a lot of ideas for unmounted activities and things people can do when they're not at their centre. But it's also where I announce um, new centres as they arise. So anybody interested in um, in following what centres are opening near them can um, follow us on that Pony Club Australia Centre Membership. Facebook page. All right. Well, I think there might be a few more inquiries now and um, you can certainly increase the numbers that you've got within Australia. So, um, yeah, Kiralee, thank you for coming on. I think you always have an interesting chat and I think this one has certainly been interesting, talking about centre membership and making it very clear and um, of what's available and, and what the benefits are. So thanks for coming on and I'm sure we'll catch up again next time with either an, uh, an update on the Pony Club Australia or, um, you know, an update on some other research that you're doing. That'd be fantastic. We, we, already, have, we already have a couple of riders who have transitioned from centre membership and got their own horse. So maybe in the future we can talk more about that. Yes, that'd be good, actually, you know, and just what they're doing now and how they've transitioned. That'd be great. Okay, thanks, Kiralee. We'll talk to you soon then. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. If you've enjoyed this chat, then please comment, rate and subscribe. If you'd like any changes or recommendations for guests, then please contact us through horsechats.com. And while you're online, have a look at the government-accredited courses at internationalhorsecollege.com. Registered Training Organisation 31352. Remember that our comments and instructions are general in nature and do not take into consideration your individual horses or your individual ability and circumstances. If you enjoyed this podcast, then please leave your comment below.